Hey there, it's Captain Jeff. Welcome to the Real Guy Podcast. It's almost July 4th, and you know what that means? That means the original Jaws. That's right. The original Jaws is Jaws season, and uh, of course, on the Real Guy Podcast, we're ahead of things here. Today, I got Lamont Jones with me. Lamont, what's up? What up? We, uh, we're going to try something a little different. What do you got in mind? Um, we're going to do a running commentary to Jaws. We're going to get you guys set up technically so that you can listen to our commentary while you watch the movie in sync with us at the same time. So what I need you guys to do, if you have Jaws on DVD or you have it on DVR or VHS or digital download like on iTunes, I need you to cue it up and pause it when the Universal logo the big, you know, Universal Studios logo is the first thing to pop up on the screen. Freeze it when that thing goes into focus. It starts off out of focus. Once it goes into focus, hit pause. And we're going to give everybody a little bit of time here to get their, um, get their copy set up. You can pause this podcast if need be to get your DVD player rolling or to get your laptop up wherever you have your copy of Jaws at. And if you don't have a copy of Jaws, I suggest you go out and get one before July 4th. You know, it's not too, um, they don't have DVDs anywhere anymore. Best Buy probably has it, but your best bet is a digital download from either Amazon or iTunes if you've got that kind of stuff working on your media center. So if you have the Universal logo, you're looking at it, it says an MCA company. A lot of people think that that's MCA from the Beastie Boys. He did not own Universal Studios back <laughs> then in 1977. But MCA, the music company of America, did purchase Universal. You'd think that it would be the other way around. But as usual, MCA got folded into Universal, and then I think it became Geffen Records and the spinoff. They sold it, you know, big corporate takeover stuff. So we're going to watch Jaws together, everybody. We're all going to watch it together. You can turn your audio down on your copy if you want just a little bit of um, reference audio to Jaws. That's cool. We're not going to have any going on the podcast because of copyright reasons and everything. But when we all hit play at the same time, you're going to hear the Lunker Dog and myself, our commentary on what we think is going you know about the movie a running commentary like many dvds have they have commentaries by the director or the stars or the producer or whatever <laughs> that's what we're going to do we're going to give you our unfiltered unfiltered opinions unedited our unfil unfiltered reactions to jaws so by now you should have everything all set up you're looking at the universal mca logo it's in focus and in three two one we're going to all hit Pause, play together so the movie, we're all in sync. All right, and three, two, one, press play. So there it is. We've talked about the Universal logo, the spinning globe, the company that Carl Lumley started and lost for 1200 bucks. Mr. Know Something. I'm a big fan of Universal. You know, they made this movie. It was a great thing. They don't have the ride no more at the park, which is kind of sad. But the movie starts off in darkness. You kind of hear like whale noises or something. There's uh, Richard Zanuck and David Brown are the producers. Here's the star. The opening credits are starting up. These are our three main heroes. There they go. The fishing experts. That's right. <laughs> this is a good opening scene for a lot of new fishermen and stuff. You guys should be looking for bait. <laughs> is, you get, is this 
considered water time? This is water. This is quality water time here. If you watch the movie Barracuda, it kind of starts off with a similar opening like this, right. and there's a nice snook in it because it was filmed in Fort Lauderdale. Really? Yep. And like back then, like doing underwater photography, underwater filming, that's kind of like the way the guys do drones now. Now check it out. They get going off smoking weed and uh, necking. Making out at the campfire. It's a little hot in South Florida for campfires. I was always jealous of places that could do them. See, this is what I was talking about um, on social media the other day. Look how everybody's just drinking beers and, like, it's just natural. You know, like, everybody's yep. just hanging out, just getting bombed. Campfire guitar. That guy's got a pretty much a student model guitar. Nothing like Bursa's new J45 that everybody should congratulate him about. <laughs> Directed by Steven Spielberg. What kind of beer is that guy drinking? Narragansett. Falstaff. Is that, just, is that like Hollywood stuff or is that a real beer? That's real stuff. These are the real island kids. See, people thought that chick was hot. I'm not saying she was not. She's not hot. Look at her. Yeah, no. I mean, the silhouette and everything, like when she gets eaten and everything. Right. Like, okay, I get it. You know, a, a, a good looking chick gets eaten by the shark, but she's not exactly hot. And I think if that guy didn't have like that many beers, he wouldn't think she was that hot either. But after smoking like that and then drinking that many beers, and there they go. There they go. We've jumped ahead in some time here. The sun's starting to come up. Or it's a day for night filter. Oh, he just fell. He's bombed. Yeah. So is that night or is it like the sun coming up? I think the sun's coming up, but um, from where you're sitting at your laptop, it'd be coming up behind you. <laughs> what are those fencing things? Is that turtle protection? No, that's a New England thing. Robert Sylvia would know about that. Hey, he eats it down the thing and there she goes. Oh, that's not morning. That's it's moonlight. That's moonlight. It's day for night filter. All right. Now, see there. The chick swimming out there, you know, like, she's hot now. Right, in silhouette. See, now, Nicole, I was talking to her about everybody, you know, drinking, and it seemed so natural. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, from the very first scene, they start drinking. Now she's doing, like, uh, like underwater yoga or something out there. Okay, the sun's coming up. Sun's just starting to come up. That's the worst time to fit to swim close to shore. We all know that. That's when everybody gets attacked. That guy is not only bombed on the uh, shore, he's also a major doofus. Look major, at him. Major doofus. He's really struggling to take off his Timberlands or whatever he's wearing. Could you imagine, like, you know, trying to get with a chick and, like, struggling that bad to get your shoes off? off? Yeah. All right, here she goes. She's treading water. See, she's hot right here. She's hot right here, and this is a very unique shot by Spielberg. This is one of the ones that really freaked people out, like coming up underneath oh. you in the water. All right, what is she, what's, she uh, think, what's she thinking? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yep. Really screaming and yelling, getting tossed around, beat up. Oh, <laughs> If she could just make it to that little whistle buoy for and the protection, is just he's passed there. out. He's bombed. He's done. And the shark's getting her. Yep. Oh, I forgot he slammed her into the uh, into the buoy there. I think he's just playing with her, kind of like a tarpon doesn't need a mullet. And oh, she's gone. Maybe not. And he's just sitting there, bombed. Bombed, yep. 
passed out. This is, these are the island kids. These are the rich kids that live there on that uh, Amity or whatever, be comparable to the Hamptons nowadays. Why were some of the guys... Was this in the vineyard? Was this... No, this is New York. Right, that's what I thought. There's people online on social media that keep think mentioning, mass. keeps mentioning that you know it's like a vineyard thing. All right, there's Brody's old lady. Yep. She's pretty hot. <laughs> She's pretty hot, and at the time she was married to Sid Sheinberg, who was CEO of Universal. So, so that automatically makes you hot. That makes her a little hotter, and there's, you know, a little, uh, like a triangle of power thing going on with her. Look at Spielberg. Bro- Spielberg was only 26. Look at Brody. He's only like 120 pounds. 120 pounds. Real little dude. He's Hollywood. Little people, big heads. What's up with that? That's what looks good on, on film. You do know that, like, the first big dudes to infiltrate Hollywood besides John Wayne was um, wrestlers. Yeah. A lot of wrestlers. There's a doofus kid. <laughs> Man, Brody was up, Scully. He had two phones in his house. Two phones, and, you know, he tra- he got a transfer. A lot of people, a lot of you guys transfer your work and everything. He transferred. They're city people. You know, they're, they're hardcore New Yorkers. Brody moved from the city. From the city out here. To the coast. Because he was going to be the top dog. He's chief now. Can you imagine if we had a 120-pound police chief? So it's summertime. The kids are doing their stuff. Brody gets a call. It's a big problem down on the beach, and he's the chief. Oh, the reason why people get confused is because it was filmed at Martha's Vineyard. But the story takes place in New York. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of more sense. Check him sporting the piss out of that blazer. Yep. Yeah, you see that right there? All that needs water. That's real New England stuff right there. People in my condo place, they see brown grass like that. Another landscaper's getting fired. (laughs) And there she is. There she Yep. All right, so they, 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 this kid just lost the chick. They didn't find the body yet or nothing. They didn't find it, but he knows something's up. Somehow he got redressed again. All his stuff is dry. He's got that nice sweater tied around his waist. Guy's a giant compared to Brody. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God, I forgot Brody was such a dork. Yep. Oh, here we go. And the deputy is freaking out a little bit. He's going through a little bit of shock here after what he just saw. A dead turtle. The dead girl. Massive loss of tissue at mid-thorax. Hold on. Brody's getting serious. Brody's... (laughs) Oh, look at that crab. Yeah. $2.50 a pop for one of those... Decent tarpon bait, but the bait shops are getting two fifty a pop here in three oh five and nine five four for a decent crab. How many are you going through a night? Well last night we got four tarpon and I went through four crabs. It's pretty efficient bait. 
Now, what's he thinking? They got to get a statement from him. The kid's like, I don't even, I'm ha- he's probably still hammered. You know what I mean? It's like 8 in the morning now. He passed out at like 6. Brody's got to type up his own report. Is that his secretary? Yep. She beats him up. Yep. The strugglers really struggled with the old. He's on the phone now with the county coroner's office or the medical examiner, whatever that guy is. Here we go. He types down shark attack and cause of death. That's a pretty big uh, part to the movie here. That's what pisses everybody off. The mayor, the people down at town hall, they're calling them out like immediately. Like, was it really a shark attack? Blah, blah, blah. No, it wasn't a shark attack. Freaking turtle attack. Boating accident. Propeller. Everything's green. A lot of white picket. I'm going to hate to live in a place like this. Dude, you go down these streets like this, right? Some of them are residential, and then you go down the next one, it's all shops. But it looks exactly the same. And they make like this huge deal out of this black dog place down there in the vineyard i took nicole down there or up there yeah they're all getting ready for the fourth of july celebration this is the condensed version this is the director's cut there's another version that you may have seen on tnt where quint is in there teasing a kid trying to play music Bum, 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 bum. Hold on, Brody's getting the signs. He's making the signs himself. He wants her to do the writing. Nice hat. I heard originally they wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger to play the part of the deputy, but because <laughs> of the hard accent, of course, Brody, I'll be right back with making all of the signs. So they went with this doofus here, and there he is, Larry, Mayor Larry Vaughn. Nice. Nice jacket. Yep. Look at him. He's supporting the piss out of that thing. And there the kids go. Yep. They tease you with the kids all movie long. Like, they're going to let that shark actually eat one of those kids? Check out Norm. (laughs) 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 Yeah, me and my old man started the ferry back in Amity back in 72. Would you look at this fairy? And here come the big boys. Nice caddy. This whole this whole this whole movie's starting to remind me of the uh, Real Guy Lunker Club on Facebook. Yeah. The food, the cars, the jackets, the apparel. Yeah. They're shaking Brody down. Well, the mayor, all he's doing is thinking how much money they're going to make on the Fourth of July. Like, that's when everybody comes to this town and spends dough. So they can't. We're, like, a couple days ahead of the 4th of July. Brody's trying to unilaterally close the bridges with his own authority, which technically he needs a resolution by the city board of directors or whatever. That's what that fat guy next to Larry Vaughn is for. He's um, the screenwriter. That's Carl Gottlieb, president of the Screen Actors Guild. No, the Writers Guild of America. Oh, this pretty cool panga back there in the background. <laughs> the um, 
this the way the city officials dress when they get on the water here? Well, it's hot here for the jackets, but that's pretty much Noggle right there. Noggle? Going back 20 years or so, but, you know. This Noggle and, like, Siler over shoulder? Pretty much decked out in their Moss and Hoffman gear. Check out that dude's stash. Guys are rocking stashes like that again. All right, it's getting serious. I'm all about ferry trips to nowhere. Just take us right back to where we started. <laughs> Nobody got off. The beach people, growing up in Fort Lauderdale, I think that my beach experience as a teenager and stuff is a lot different than the people in Amity because Fort Lauderdale pretty much is a beach for beautiful people, and there's no good-looking people on this beach at all. This, look at how old the mother is. Yeah, now that... Yeah, definitely not exactly what you would call a lot of tens on that beach. Like, how old is little Kittner boy? 12? Yeah. 11? How old's the mother? I don't know. It's like 56. Nice one piece. Some nice friggin' one pieces. This guy trying to play a little... So just in case they didn't tease you enough with the kids, they're going to tease you with, with the, the dog. dog. All right, there goes the Kentner kid. I had that same raft. So Jaws is down there swimming around. He's like, he, he's like looking at the dog. He's like, no, I'm not going to get the dog. Then he's looking at the fat chick. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. But the Kentner kid looks pretty good. Yeah, because according to the Discovery Channel, he's mimicking a turtle being on his boogie board or his raft there. A turtle this or good a seal? Stuff by a turtle or a seal. Yeah, I can't. A seal, not a turtle. Brody's high. <laughs> Look at him. Good camera angles here. Spielberg with like the wipe effect editing here. The camera wipes. It goes back and forth. Come on, Brody. Really More water time than that. Uh, you can't let that guy get you fired up. See, that's what happens when you send a guy down to the beach to look for sharks. who got absolutely no water time in. This guy hitting him up with some, like, neighborhood policy stuff. Dude, back off. He's at the beach, okay? Nice, nice skin cancer. Yeah. Horsing around. Like, that chick's considered hot for that beach. <laughs> Empty lifeguard stand in the background there. So they're not even serious about shark protection yet. They've only lost the the one girl that we know about now. We don't know how many people previously to Brody getting there were killed by sharks and it was reported as a boating accident because that's all Mayor Vaughn talks about. Like all these people at the beach end up at the town hall meeting. All of them. It's Every a very small one. town. Yeah. This guy here rubbing it in that Brody doesn't swim. That's Busaka when he gets to be 80. Oh, my God. Nice hat. There's some nice hats in this movie. Just loosen up. Right before the canner kid gets eaten. Yep. That's the kind of splashing right. Oh, this kid. Do you know the muffin man? <laughs> this guy lost his dog. Tip it. Pip it. Whatever his name is. Ah, oh, did the shark get the dog? And I didn't even He's realize gone. it. Yep. Oh, he plucked him right out of thin air, not out of thin air, out of the water. All right, so he's looking. Is everybody really in 15 feet of water? 
Are they more in like five feet of water? I don't know. The kid, these, these kids are small. They're probably in like eight feet of water, but it looks like 15 feet of water. That looks there just, it is. That looks Boom. Just, looks just like Look a seal. At, oh. oh, he just Thrashed it. him. A lot of people got to see that. Oh. oh. <laughs> nice. At this point, if you would have swam away, there's the iconic Hitchcock shot by Spielberg. At this point, if the kid could have swam away, you're talking maybe 30,000, 40,000 stitches. But the kid that left the ball out there, he's, he owes me 10 up-downs. You can't just leave the ball. I like, I like the pool of blood. Everybody's pulling kids out of the water that didn't even get bit. Yeah, what was wrong with that kid? Maybe he's in shock. Fainting. Yeah, it's just a lot going on. Oh, no. Yep, Miss Kittner. Shouldn't have let him go out for that one last raft. Oh, no. And there it is. That's all that's left. Those were pretty durable rafts, too. They're not like that rubber stuff they have now. That thing was like canvas with a rubber baffle on the inside. The bounty was only three thousand. Three grand. You could barely fill up the Zen dog for three grand. Yep. Is that the dude on Archie Bunker? The son? No. Close. Looks like him. That look was in in seventy six. So what's Samara thinking now? Just got to get to the fourth. Let's deal with this on the 5th and the 6th. We need that cash in flux. Is he, is he making a commission? No, but like little towns like that, they're in the red for the entire year up until the 4th of July. So and he's then, afraid he's not going to collect the tax revenue. It's kind of like the Gators and their home football games. The whole town of Gainesville is counting on the money from six home games. If they have five home games... The town collapses financially. They go bankrupt. This lady's got the best accent ever. The hard New York accent, the Brooklyn accent. And she and there's a long draw on it. Yep. It's pretty good. Now, there's a mayor up there, like, looking at all the women in there, thinking about their one pieces, or is this, like, really serious business now? It's pretty serious. <laughs> the guy's stuck. Old Old boy there on the right that had the cap on. They're all there. Everybody's represented in this little room here. Oh, that was the swimmer? Yeah. <laughs> all right, so how many people were in that town? Two dozen? Yeah. Two dozen people that care. What did she say then? Are you going to close the beaches? Right. You know? And then the mayor steps in. Well, only for 24 hours. Dude, the water's cold anyway up there. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Some good-looking people in this cast. Yeah. It's true. Brody's wife is the only uh, There it is. I don't know why people freak out. The sound of nails on chalkboard never bothered me. I kind of like it. What's he eating? Something dumb. 
Now, now I kind of, I, now I, can, I, I get why Quint thought he was such a tough ass. Look at the people peers. in the town. Right. Yeah, he was a tough ass. Look at the loser that he came in with. This guy is a fraud, Quint. He's got everybody here believing that he's the only one that knows how to catch the fish. Meanwhile, he's not even a full-time cat. Look at the guy standing there by the door. That's his boy. That's his what? That's, That's his... the dude he hangs with. What are those conversations like? They're all scared of him. They're terrified of Quint. Quint's bringing the intensity, though. Quint's definitely bringing the intensity to that meeting. He's bringing the intensity. He's bringing a level of overconfidence. He knows he can... He thinks he can catch the shark because he's a guy that catches sharks. It looks scared to me. How many times have you gone out, not counting the fake video that we did that everybody thinks is real? <laughs> how many times have you gone out, um, like, trying to get a shark? Never. Right. He does. This is his game. He's shocking. Right. So he probably doesn't realize that this thing's 25 or 30 feet or whatever. He thinks it's probably. Look at Loser behind him. What the heck did they do to their ball caps? That's rubber. Rubber cap? That's oil skin. Like, I mean, I, I mean I'd wear the piss out of my caps. None of them are that bad. <laughs> None of them. And they're bad. But yeah. they're not like that. Look at that. The drawing. Before Discovery Channel, people had to go into Encyclopedia Britannica to learn about sharks. And there were probably a good four or five pages on them. All right, what are the chances they reach for? Oh, snuck Everybody's up Everybody's real uptight. Dude, what is they going to reach for an alcoholic beverage now? I might have to reach for an alcoholic beverage. The dog like won't stop staring at the trainer. Come on. <laughs> Put the books away. Right? It's time to have a drink. There it is. Yep. What is that, brandy? Yep. Just something to take the chill off. He's got a little Hennessy or something going there. Nice view. Nice view. I had a desk like that when I was in kindergarten. A roll top? Yeah. And just like him, I had the shark book. I had the old man in the sea. And uh, saltwater sportsman. Did you guys have a set of encyclopedia? Of course. A nice-ass set of encyclopedias. Like, that market just... No like the internet just hammered them. No one's rolling with encyclopedias like if the no music more. business is complaining, like, man, look at what the internet did to us. Why don't you guys go talk to the encyclopedia dudes? <laughs> Dude, they got nothing. Hey, lady, go look at the picture again. Of the thing coming up through the bottom of the dinghy? Doesn't she know she's supposed to wear that thing on her neck? Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, this is a great, this is great. These two guys, these might be the only two real guys in the whole movie. With the rump rust? Well, Charlie? yeah, I mean. If What's this netting in the foreground? And who, I don't know. That's New England stuff, I told you. 
I don't understand why they took the boat to the dock. Why didn't they just fish out of That's the boat? Really, what you you got to answer stuff like that. You're more um, closer to these people than I am. Like, why would you row to the dock? And who the hell's dock is that? Whoever lives in that barn. They, should, <gasps> they need to get a better boat because if they had a better boat, then they'd have a better dock, and everybody knows what's going to happen here. But if you're going to fish, I mean, that's a hell of a bait. That's a rump a, roast. That's a decent bait. I, I'll roll with that. Now, is Brody now, is he dreaming about, like, I'm going to be a shark killer? I think he's high right now, thinking that one day I'm going to be a real shark killer. He definitely wants to do that and get up in that perch in the eagle's nest. That's Megalodon. Come on. That guy's been milking that scar and those shark books for 50 years. <laughs> oh, Massive dude. tissue loss. Here we go. He's coming. There you go. <laughs> He's pissed. Uh-oh. He's taking it. We got to bring back. We got to bring back some of the look, some of the hats at least. He gone. He's gone, except he's going to want to change, you know, going to U-turn it. The board, the little pier thing is actually going to make noise when it turns. It's going <laughs> to creak. I don't know how that works. That's Hollywood stuff. Right? You're supposed to know that stuff. Swim, Charlie. <laughs> and this great white is in seriously shallow water, right? I guess. It's different there than here. It can get deep much quicker. <coughs> Charlie's going to have a heart attack. <coughs> yeah, I don't get this. Now what happens? He spits the hook? He spit the hook. That's what turned it around. Because that thing just straight up washes up all the way to the shoreline. What? <laughs> but it's a good shot. It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Look I'll... at this guy. <laughs> Norm. Norm. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know they had the water taxis there in Amity. Here they come. Yep. Here all they the all real come. guys. One thing's for sure, like all boat ramps, marinas, everything, they're all universal. They've all got the same dorks. These guys came from New York, New Jersey, Long Island, all over to get a piece of this thing. And there he is. Hooper meeting Ben Gardner. Now, I am under the impression that Gardner's also a doofus. There are people that like him. I, I mean, I wouldn't wear a hat like that, which would make him a doofus. But he was looking down his nose at Hooper right then. Did you see that? Of course. In his defense, he was a real guy that everyone in the town told Spielberg, you got to put this guy in the movie. So the Ben Gardner guy isn't an actor. He was like the most real fisherman in Martha's Vineyard. 
You got to be a little embarrassed. The Giants fans? No, the backpack and the way you rolled up in here today oh, yeah. with your backpack. Yeah. All nice and spiffy like that. And then blamed it on work. Here's the Giants fans with cardigan sweaters. See, this is this is where the argument kind of stands. Like Hooper is like kind of looking down at people. This is kind of like being at the boat ramp on a Saturday, and you're just kind of looking around and everything. And he's afraid to get off the phone. The deputy's just out there like waving at people, dude. You, we're working today. Oh, I was just watching everybody launch. Dude, get out there and get that thing under control. These guys are all gonna kill each other. And there he is. Matt Hooper from the Oceanographic Institute. <laughs> Hooper rocking denim on top of denim, also known as a Canadian tuxedo. Real faded. Dude, look at Hooper. Hooper's impressed. The kid, guy from the university showed up in his little town to help. Ben Gardner. Ben Gardner overlit a little bit. Yeah, those boys start bouncing off of them rocks. Dude, you didn't even make it back in and you lost the shark tournament to the Giants fans. Dude, look at the look at the look at the the fleet. Yep. This is before this is pretty good. This is before t uh, four strokes. This is this could be now. This is Boca Ground. Yep. Guys, come on. Let's Did you imagine fishing in that? There's <laughs> <laughs> the corner. Getting out what's left. Fits in a little uh, pink tray there. Hooper's getting serious. Ho Hooper's His getting serious, right and he's got the better education out, uh, out of all of them. But I don't understand how he has the authority to tell Brody that he can't smoke in there when Brody's chief of police and says he can do whatever he wants. He's like, don't smoke in here, please. That's freaking asserting his authority. Who's got the, look at All in movies, anytime you're like in a morgue or something, somebody's going to drink or eat a sandwich or something. <laughs> right? There's like dead bodies all over. Let me just finish my subway. <laughs> now, but Hooper puts on his game face. He's raising the intensity level right here. That was that was like really top notch for seventy six. Now you're telling me your kid watched this, yeah, like, and that did nothing, 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 dude. The, but that really got to us when we were kids. Yeah, that got to us. That was a yeah. major grossness. The um, he's shamed. Look at him, he's shamed. It's no boating accident. Uh, that's shamed. He's shamed, and he, and he's like, I told you so but won't say it. And he's flustered because he had to pick up the dead pieces of the chick, but at least he freaking knows something. Here he's, we go. Joey's people. Nice tiger shark. 
There it is. They got the they got the beast. Who got him? Ben? Nope. Out of towners. There's Carl Gottlieb getting right in there again. <laughs> I haven't thought about a burgundy sport coat in a long time. In the old days, you could get a burgundy tux. Burgundy like was normal. They <laughs> get bow and arrows. They shot the thing with a bow and arrow. Hooper's got his little measuring tape out, and he's like, yeah, not the shark. They want you to believe in this shot that Hooper also knows. Like, okay, Hooper goes by, and Hooper's got to know that that wasn't the shark either, but don't be fooled by that. Hooper didn't know that it wasn't the shark. You know, I was cracking. Not Hooper. Um, Quint. Quint, yeah. I was cracking on the orca, like, bad on social media this week. And um, after looking at the rest of the fleet, I mean, that was probably out of line. The orca's actually kind of badass for Amity. You think of mega yachts in Vineyard now. They can dock them and everything there. That's probably affordable. (laughs) What's he doing? He's poking it with a pencil. A what? Oh, that was a great that was a great line in the movie. A what? And I had that mixed up. I thought that was in the in the um, town hall. They got fired up the mayor as he's like, "Got this done, dude. You already killed the Kintner kid. Is on you guys because you refuse to admit that the girl got killed by the shark." And he you know just what I mean? he's busting out with the jackets, bro. Yeah. Like crushing the apparel. Columbia Salt Life, everybody take a good look at this movie. This is before fishing apparel. Uh oh. Those little hippies over here talking some nonsense. Fourth of July starting to disappear again there, Mayor. All that income saying bye bye. And you can see it in both their faces. They know. They know. a parallel about what's going on right now in Dominican Republic. <laughs> hey, everyone's just having heart attacks. Don't worry about it. It's all natural. Dude, <laughs> Eleven people a night are dying in the Hard Rock <laughs> Hotel. What's going on? Nothing to see. We just c- cremated them. Sorry. <laughs> He's not going to open up the shark. But look at the hats. The hats are the best. Yeah. And you're right, not a lot of good-looking people in this cast or in Amity. Uh-oh. Here we come. This is serious. Is that her husband? I think that's her daddy. How old is she? Oh, no, man. Is this the definition here of white oh! privilege? She should have got shot. How is she not arrested? She should have got a multiple combination. Dude, she should be on the ground handcuffed. You don't slap cops. Brody just took it. Because he's a punk. Didn't he could have shot her. He didn't even turn red, and it didn't mess up his hair. Maybe he don't want to shoot her. He at least could have broken her jaw. 
or at least punched her in the face 30 or 40 times. <laughs> Nobody walks up on the chief of police and slaps him like that. Are you kidding me? Dude, she took the black shoal thing off her face and then went for the blow. The actress, I think she's still alive or she just passed recently. But after like 30 years, she finally stopped slapping people. Because she, she lived on the island, I think, too, on Martha's Vineyard. And people would see her in the little store or whatever and be like, oh, slap me, slap me. Uh-uh. Yeah. This lady does have the New England look, though. Yeah. Like you go to Cape Cod or whatever, and it, that's what people look like. That wind. Just short hair, those glasses, no makeup. I went to the University of Connecticut, and uh, there's a lot of them there, except there were minis. Because they were kids. But they were. There she is. Yeah. There she is. <clears throat> the best looking lady in Amity. <clears throat> now, you know how T- TBS or TNT does those marathons where they show all the Jaws like on a Sunday? Jaws one, two, three, four. And then like at midnight, they start playing them in the reverse direction. Right. Four, three, two, one, which is my preferred way of doing it because she gets hotter instead of getting older. That's a good way to do it. This is the best. This is great. I love this scene. You love the sentimental stuff. Oh, this scene is fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, who, who doesn't like that? Yeah. He's been through so much through the day. All he just, he, you know, is absorbing a little bit of the energy from his kid. Like. That's yeah. Spielberg, man. Yeah, right. Didn't Spielberg bring his yacht down yonder? Things been here for like ten years. Right. What's the name of his? Seven Seas. Seven Seas. It's like a two hundred footer, right? Yeah, I think I've been telling all my clients that that was uh, the Microsoft guys. Paul Allen. Dude, Paul Allen's was like four fifty. His, I think, is on the other side of the port. Right. I don't. Know, I get to all those guys mixed up, but this scene right here, I love this scene. I liked this scene before I had a kid. Look at those glasses and everything. And here comes Hooper and his preppy, you know. Yeah, and what's he bringing in with him? Wine. This is what I was talking about. Drinking alcoholic beverages in Jaws, the original Jaws 1, was the most natural. Like, that was more natural than Saturday Night Fever. Right. Like, they, they have the drinking, and then, like... It revolves around the drinking, similar to later on, like when they do it on the, you know, when they're fishing. And Hooper knows. Hooper's the smart one. Hooper's the smart one. Brody and Quinn are both dumb. Hooper knows he's got to ply Brody with the booze. Hooper, Hooper's got a plan he's trying to execute here. He wants some of that chicken cutlet or whatever they got there, that steak. This is pretty good. That's weird, man. That For me, that's that's giving me a little bit of anxiety. That's Spielberg, too. Right. He gets you with that. Right. Like, I can't even eat at a party. Right. Never mind take somebody else's food from in front of him. That you just met that day. But I guess since you bring over two bottles <sighs> of wine, it's okay. Right. He didn't know which one they were going to drink, red or white. See, that's class. When you show up to somebody's house with both kinds, that is class. If you only show up with one, that means that's what you're drinking. 
But get out of my face with white. So this is the part where, where homeboy is charming Brody's wife. And that's all we get in the movie. <laughs> Correct. That's all we get. But look, but it's there. It's there. And if you didn't read the book, you wouldn't know what's going on. You wouldn't know what's going on. And don't forget this thing has a PG rating. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. It's PG. Even with the um, leg decapitation and the gore and a child gets killed and other stuff. But the reason being the Motion Picture Association gave it the PG was because it really happens. Look how he's pouring that. All the way up. That's class. That's also why people think this is Boston. <laughs> yeah, well, look at what he poured for his old lady. Yeah. And then, and then Hooper stopped him. Hooper's trying to have a wine experience. He's doing full water glasses. Yep. That's kind of... Just so everybody knows, me and Lamont took a break. I know we say these things aren't edited, but we just slammed two rolling rocks. Yep. These these Canadian dudes that were fishing on the boat last night left a case of rolling rocks, and I had no clue that they were as bad as they really were. Chief's drinking wine like Busaka drinks water. Chief's, Chief's hands are a lot like Busaka's hands. Yeah, soft. Is Hooper's looking at Brody that way? That he's soft. Right. Hooper's he's not soft. I'm not saying Hooper. See, I used to stick up for I used to stick up for Quint a lot more, and Brody a lot more. But since all the issues I've had with the FWC, I'm not sticking up for Brody no more. And then, after looking at Quint's hat, it's hard to argue that Hooper's not the guy. Hooper is able to detect immediately. That both Brody and Quint are doofuses. Right. And he's like lining up the whole thing. He's like, what do I got to deal with? That does not make Hooper not a doofus, but that he can size them up and immediately knows he's like, okay. But Brady isn't Brody isn't trying to front either. Brody is like, hey, we help us. Now, is, is Dreyfus a doofus in real life? Well, yeah, because he's like the guy that never leaves the university. He's like 35, still living in the university apartment complex. No, I mean in real life, like real life, real life. Dreyfus? Yeah. Oh, he's like full-blown insane. <laughs> okay. He's not normal. That makes sense. Yeah. He's gone. This is a good part, too. <clears throat> and that's pretty realistic, the white milk that comes out. Really? Yeah. If you cut open a big fish or especially a shark... All around their bladder and their liver and stuff, it's like got that milk in there. You see, that's bluefish. Yep. That's something you wouldn't know about being a Broward County native. Huh. Julian would have put that right up. Yep. I'm surprised Julian doesn't own that. <laughs> Julian put it right up in one of the Riverside markets or whatever. So they're down there. They had to kill a bottle of wine to get Brody enough uh, nerve to cut that thing open, which really probably isn't a big deal. But now they know the Kintner boy ain't in there. Right. And worse than that, they got a bigger problem. They got a shark. I don't know, dude. I just I keep getting back to the alcoholic beverages the whole movie from the very beginning at the bonfire. 
to this. And then it's going to go on. I can't wait to get to the fishing stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of this unfinished wood in these boathouses up there. That's real. Yeah. We got that little uh, Uncle Mickey's cottage down there in Hummer Rock Beach by Boston. You can walk in there, whole bunch of wood. Unfinished. Just like that. Yeah. Boat identification. <sighs> we like to play a game called boat identification where you call it out and the person sees the boat has to be able to pretty much identify it at least by manufacturer immediately. I want to say that's a Silva. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's got the bottle of wine. Still. Well, they, they've gone from they, wh- they, red to white. They ran out of red, so now he's just drinking what he's got. My boy's got the, the pretzels. That's what, I'd eat a lot of pretzels when I'm drinking like that. Nice electronics. Yep. You know what that is? That's Loran. They're on Loran settings back then. You get Brody all proud of himself up there in the freaking, at the helm. Wearing the... Look at him. He's trying to get it all in. Nice life jacket. FWC would give me a fine if I had life jackets like that nowadays. But in Brody's credit, if you are uncomfortable being on the ocean or being on a boat and you end up on a boat or whatever, I'd suggest putting that thing on. No, it's smart. It's smart. We can, we never get fog like this. Uh-uh. Low rants. Yeah, but that's... The, <laughs> I think it's, it's, you get the Loran and Lorance. Lorance is the machine. The Loran... Is the tech. Right. What's out there? This is the kind of stuff that I do a lot. Like captain the piss out of a boat like that? At night, like through some fog. (laughs) Have you ever seen fog? Yes. Don't lie. Seen fog? They're captaining the piss out of that boat right now. Yep. They found a five-gallon bucket. They didn't even stop and get the bucket. No. He's got big money, Hooper. He explained that. Trust fund's paying for all this. Pisses Brody right off. Brody's like, I got to do 30 more years for pension here because I started over. That's before the cops could get like double time and stuff. <coughs> oh, ben look Gardner's, who it is. Ben Gardner's boat. Ben Gardner, the loser. Everybody listening to this thing, you guys have all fish. You know people that fish and everything. Think about what happened. Ben Gardner went out, didn't come back. Right. And it's flat. And the... Parcells dudes won the tournament by catching the tiger shark. A what? <laughs> <laughs> That's who Ben Gardner lost to. The town, it's a Guggen town. Is that supposed to be like a shark bite? Yes. Out of the water? It could have flipped the boat back over. The shark flipped the boat back over. Well, how did... We haven't gotten to it yet, so let's let it play yeah, it doesn't make It doesn't here. make sense for the boat to be upright anyway. Right. Unless it was on the ground. Nice ladder. This is back when, you know, mid-70s when people that were in shape or relatively skinny people still dove. You know what I mean? Instead of now, when it's pretty much all fat people that dive. (laughs) 
That's wrong, dude. You look at look at look at they were sporting the lights way back then. People think that was like a new thing. I never knew that they got that from Hooper. Yeah, Hooper's got that big money. I wasn't even big trust fund kid from Massachusetts. Something like that. Okay, so it poked that, right? No, this is this is I, I know where you're going with this. This is pretty dumb. But like the the shark knows that to make that hole. He he hit it with full force. It's not a bite. I don't know. It had to be a bite. There's a tooth in there. Could be from a different shark. But <laughs> another shark swam by and lost his tooth in there? Well how does how did home there? Oh, oh! yeah. <laughs> How did Gardner's oh. head end up back inside the boat? Unscathed. With an eye pop out. I don't know, but it got Hooper. I got scared pretty much the same way by Barracuda and Del Rey once. <laughs> Del Rey? Yeah, right off Atlantic. Night dive, just like this. A night dive? Except I went down. It was like 12, 15 feet with a tank. Went down, turned on my light, and there was a Cuda right in my face. Which jacket is he sporting along with the anchors. anchors again? Yeah. So he's rotating. He's got the striped, he's got the anchors, but he's not rotating ties. Is that acceptable? I mean, like we said before, Spielberg was 26 years old when he made this. And he was out there by himself for a while, but they had to fly his dad out from Arizona to calm him down because Spielberg was just crying and just losing it. Not during this stuff, but when, they, when they're when they on the water because... It just wasn't working out. Just shooting on the water is hard. The things that you see in your head, like the boat's moving, the water's moving, and the water's changing every moment. And you see some of the challenges he had easily, but he's such a good filmmaker, and the music's so good. The music covers up for a lot of the the yeah. cheesy stuff that happens. Yeah, the, the music, music is the so music, intense. The music's the best. Look at the face on the mayor. Murray Hamilton. He's <laughs> often confused for Hal Holbrook. <laughs> He was perfectly type. He was perfectly cast because this guy, this character of Larry Vaughn the Mayor, applies today, exactly, <laughs> to any politician on either side. Just pick them out, and boom, they're all Larry Vaughn. And Larry is pissed about the sign. He's not pissed about the Kittner boy. <laughs> He's pissed about a thirty-dollar paint job on a built bulletin board. Uh, yeah. Sighing. What? Uh, dude, there's a lot of stress going on right here. Hooper is like, I'm on Doofus Island. I can't believe it. They've got a shark with a three foot bite radius on it, chomping people, and they're worried about opening up the little store that sells shells and seahorse earrings. Just get to the fishing part already. Yeah. These guys. Mayor's done. He's done. Hooper. <laughs> I mean, because remember, right after this, then 
Hooper did Close Encounters, where he completely lost it. How old was Dreyfus back in? 32? 30? When he did this? So he was... How old were we when we did the Boat Ram Boys? Late 30s. Mid 30s. 36, 37. Yeah. I can see being totally nuts. I don't see any port authority. Nice. 33. 33, 31. You were 31. And we started doing the Boat Ramp Boys. Oh, they're working the phones hard. Yeah, yeah. Now there's a little more hustle bustle, a little more sense of urgency now that the guy with an education is the one making the calls. (laughs) A lot more people in Amity now. Danny Bonaducci. Nice. Everyone's got wood-sided station wagons. Do you guys have one of those? My mom rolled with one. She, you guys had a wood side like that? She had the blue and then the wood side. And never all you guys, you, your brother and sister would sit in the back in those fold-down rumble seats. Do you yep. remember them things? Yep. Yep. You'd sit back there. Water taxi. Yep. Rolls. Yep. What do you know about Rolls Royces? Good hat. Bringing them all over. How much? How, did, how much did it cost to play that machine? How in control of the culture is Universal when they've got the video game out before the movie's been released? Oh, they got it. They've already worked the shark thing for two years. Jesus, it's pretty good. <coughs> did so you this, see this in the movie theater? Yeah. Whole family? Yeah. Anyway, of course. Dude, that was 19, what, 76? Six, yeah. So that was the year we we were moving here from Massachusetts. And we saw it in Massachusetts. Okay. And we didn't know nothing. This is to cut off real quick. That's Peter Benchley, the author of the novel. So Harvard. He, Harvard. Harvard, speechwriter for Lyndon Johnson, grandfather, a big time New Englander. Like this, that's, you're talking about your trust funders? Like he's real. That's, he's ro- John that's American royalty. Yep. <laughs> American royalty right there, eventually. Hey. And then you think like he's pretty much a, like a weed smoker. <laughs> he doesn't do nothing. He don't have to work. Right. And then a goof writes Jaws. Money goes to money. Money does go to money. <laughs> right? Like, and w- what's the boy doing? Uh, he does, he's not on Wall Street or nothing. He's kind of a flake. He writes the novels, you know? And then he writes Jaws. But this, this has to be the biggest scumbag move in the movie. Trying to get him to go in? Trying to get his best friends, the people that he really knows, to go in. Come on. Huh. Not a good Look idea. Look at the people out there off the first reef. First reef. Yeah. New England hasn't seen a reef in its freaking existence. Well, the, where the water, where the water changes, where the color changes out there, like you know, a quarter mile. Dude, that's like a clam flat or something. This is all. This is building the um, anxiety. Those water level shots. So you guys saw it in the movie theater. The movie theater was packed. 
right? And, Sold out. Yeah. And uh, back then, like, when you went into the movies, it was all blue. Everything was blue. Like, the screen, everything, all the lights, everything was blue. I remember that. The shakedown. Yeah, I went to see it. I went to see it right on the corner of commercial and federal. Coral Ridge Twin. And I went with a kid that was like 16. You know, one of our parents dropped us off there. And it sold out. And we didn't have a backup plan and no way to contact the parents. So what'd you end up doing? I just stood there in front of the place Playing for asteroids. like two hours. Played well, asteroids. Not even. Time. A kid, I was like 10. The other kid was like 16. Our parents were friends. And as soon as the manager came out, like we weren't even close to getting tickets. <laughs> and he came out and he's like, so folks, it's sold out. Final showing. Like there's no more. Everyone go home. And my friend burst into tears. I didn't start crying. I was like, okay. So I didn't actually see it that first open <clears throat> and then went again. And was like, oh my God. See this I can picture you like this scene? This is like you. This is something you would do. Except <laughs> growing up in Fort Lauderdale, you would have got shot. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody's petrified. There's been three shark attacks. Let's fool everybody. Right? Let's do it. Let's prank. make one out of plywood. <laughs> those water level, those underwater, those those are the ones that really get to people when they're swimming. A good prank to play on people, if you have a boat, is get people out in your boat at night and have this music like on your um, MP3 player and push somebody overboard and turn it on real loud. <laughs> <laughs> and as they try to get back in the boat, like keep pushing their hands off the gunnels and watch how, how mad people get. What is all that stuff, that clown stuff in the background? Those are the, they do that up north. And you go to the beach, you get like a bungalow or something. This is good. <laughs> Look at him. There we go. Nice sweatshirt. So is it hot or is it cold? Old people are bundled up. That's a thing up there. Like it's both up there. It's, it's hot and it's cold. It's like <laughs> 85 and 65 at the same time. <laughs> oh, look at that old look at that whaler. Yeah. That was like brand new then. That was like the boat. This is a good scene Panicking too. Spielberg always knows where to put the camera. That fat boy took it, took that float. Yeah, that was it. That was like overacting that part. But hey, <laughs> like me, I'd remain calm and I'd figure out where the least amount of water would be to where the shark could get you, and I'd feel safe there. All right, now we grew up right here in Fort Lauderdale. Spring break, you couldn't even see the sand. There were so many people. Never was there that many people in the water at one time. No. Never. How come there's pictures of like 1930 <laughs> Coney Island Pier and there's like a million people in the water? You've seen those too, right? 
That's crazy, right? Now, what, what what were they holding back? Why <laughs> why didn't they shoot them? We didn't shoot kids back then. Boat <laughs> <laughs> uh, ID. What do you got? Can you call out anything? Aqua Sport right there. Make, that's a Mako. Mako. That's a Mako. Uh-oh. Wendy? In the drink. Run, Brody, run. Brody has zero water time skills. None. <laughs> Duh. Look at him. Good job by Spielberg. He's really cranking up the intensity. The feeling of claustrophobia. There you go. Build some momentum there. There he goes. And then his sandcastle-obsessed kid that kind of just does his own thing there. Why is he crying? He's just always off to the side crying, like trying to make a sandcastle. Oh, this is a good part. Let's get to the fishing already. Even sailboat guys were losers back then. <laughs> oh. It knocked over both boats at the same time? Dorsal and peck. Okay. Even though it hasn't gotten there yet. He's going for the leg. Oh! Oh, the poor kid saw that. The girl saw it all the way from there. They don't have one piece of them. Oh! There goes the leg. Oh. And then your kid, that did nothing. Dude, she that didn't even register. She laughed at the whole thing. The wife was so nervous to let her. All right, so we let the kid watch Jaws at 7. After a lot of coaxing between me and the kid, the wife didn't want her to watch it. She figured she wouldn't go in the water and stuff. So she's watching the whole movie and everything, and she thought it was hilarious. Like, she didn't buy in one second that the shark or any of this was real. I thought this was, like, so real. <laughs> Shock. At least the people, everyone's standing around not filming. Yep, again, same thing. This is exactly the way you looked when I caught like 20 snook in your face that day at the <laughs> beach. <laughs> Brody's pissed. That shark doesn't know it yet, but Brody knows it. And we know it too. The camera is taking us out into the unknown. Here we go. It's on. Damn, he got an IV for that. I think you get an IV for, for anything. Yeah, if you go in there, they're going to hook you up. It's like all part of going in there. And she asked him, she goes, do you want ice cream? And he's like, coffee. Is that coffee ice cream or <laughs> does he want a straight up coffee? Little man stressed. They better go home and do the sentimental thing again at the dinner table that you like. You like that too. Don't let it's, it's a good like scene. That. It's a great scene. Right. And there he is. The mayor. Is he finally going to admit, like, I blew it? 
Dude, he's <laughs> he's totally lost it now. He's got he's out of cigs. He's just he's done now. He can't he can't go anymore. What, what's going on here? These are all like major felonies. Even though they're the mayor and the cop, you can't walk around a hospital like that. <laughs> the mayor's trying to think of his excuse, like get his his talking points or whatever they call them. Oh, the mayor is destroyed here. Of course. And Brody, he's rubbing it in. The kid from the National Geographic told him that they should have closed the beach down at least for a couple days to look for the thing. And he's like, nope, staying open. So how many retards are out there like us that actually go and watch this movie like this? Hopefully everybody. It's on constantly. 40 years later. (laughs) Nobody's smoking cigarettes in hospitals no more. People just don't even do that no more. Dude, you can't even smoke outside the hospital now. Here we go. Here we go. Finally. Look at Hooper's like, (laughs) look at this guy. See, this is what you do when you're up there and it's cold for eight months. There you go. Here, do a shot of Rolling Rock. He made that. What did he make it out of? Corn liquor? Something. Homeboy sips it. Brody sips it. But Hooper, being one of those adolescent preppy dudes with the trust fund that never left Princeton or Yale, he'll drink it. Check out that apron. Yeah, because shark splatter when you're boiling them. You don't want that to kick back up on you. That's the same apron they used in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's probably the same one. Right. A lot of unfinished wood here. The little area there at Universal Studios in Orlando, they pretty much nailed the inside of Quint's boathouse thing exact. I always like going in there. I can't like I think it's a mistake. Universal getting rid of that ride. But if everybody's like your kid, the new millennials, the new generation are like flaming shark on fire. Get out of my face. So Quentin, he just never gives Hooper a chance. When Hooper already knows that he's an idiot. That's what happens a lot in life. The dumber person doesn't realize that they're the one that's stupid. They think they're the smarter one, and that's where everything goes wrong. Let me see your hands. I love this part, dude. And Quint's hands are um, superior because he captains part-time and makes moonshine and boils shark jaws for money. Like, the hands are probably equal. you seen the Quint's boat, or Hooper's boat. He's out there. Quentin legitimately scared him right then. Well, he's super soft, too. <laughs> like, yeah, look, it, look it, look it. <laughs> and then Brody's trying to be like, come on. Now, would Brody act like that if he didn't have a badge and a gun? No. No. 
He'd be back in Long Island. <laughs> this is a job for Brody, and Brody doesn't even like it. But he has some sense of morality and purpose. He's going to try to get this thing because it almost got his damn kid. All right, and there's the guy, the little troll. Slappy McGillicuddy with a rubber hat. He's got the gun. Can I get a baseball cap, but instead of canvas, make it out of rubber? Oh, man. All right, there, see, the orca's friggin' sorry. It's you, made out of, like, balloon material. Look at the down Easter cross there. It's like a Jones Brothers or something. And friggin', he's over there with that orca. It's not like a Hemingway where you had no choice. Like, that was what you had. That was, like, the best you could get. 60-year time difference. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's downgrading his gear already. He don't know what this thing can do. Leave that man alone. He's sporting the piss out of that denim hat. Dude, I think you got to start oiling your hats. Just soak them in vegetable oil. Look at the, like... I think that's a leather hat. Is that a leather hat? Like Curtis No, Bo it's canvas that's just been oiled. <laughs> I thought it was like a leather hat like Curtis Blow used to wear. And Slappy's, his is like made out of balloon material. See, but I think Hooper, I think he actually likes Quint, deep down. A little bit, but they should have killed him. <laughs> Brody and Hooper should have killed. Um, if Hooper was a man, he'd have shot Brody as soon as he tried him with that hand thing. Johnny, soon Ca as he grabbed Johnny him Cash would have. Right, a lot of guys would have. <laughs> Chuck Berry would have. Right. As soon as he grabbed his hands and gave him that shake, that 38 should have been coming out. Bop, bop. Brody was right there. They could have gone out. The, all the problems stem from Quint. All right, look at Brody. All right, he's getting the old talking to by the hot wife. None of the other dudes get the talking to? Like nobody else's wife is down there? Everybody's single. Well, Slappy might not be, but Quint and Hooper are definitely single. Bro, she made Brody wear that thing. Look what he's got on. His slicker. <laughs> Don't forget the slicker we got for you. <laughs> Look at that boat. My God, that's sorry. The, the bridge is made out of plywood. And then the, the helm, the whole upper helm is made out of like paneling, like stuff that you ripped out of your house. Oh, she's just lost she, it. Yeah, she can't stand being in there. Spielberg, you like shooting through things, through circles. The other one, remember, we went through the bridge, kind of. And they're off. There the boys go. They've got two cases of apricot brandy. And everybody else gave up on the fight. All the losers that were trying to get the, t the were fishing the day of the tiger shark. How about these other boats in the background? Anything going on? Yeah, those are some pretty nice lobster boats and stuff. That's decent. That looks like, um, what's his name's things? Marciano's boat. This <laughs> a lot nicer than that. Look at that chum slick they got going. See, me, just aesthetically, I don't know, like, what the, um. What is that? Old Spice. Putting the Old Spice to keep from puking. Is it that bad, the chum? 
no. The chum's usually not that bad. Like, your cooler, at, like, if you forgot it for three days, is on par with that? You do know I got that combo out back. Yeah. Not even kidding. You see that old Fenwick rod? That's yeah. fucking up there. And the old center, that's there. That was actually a go-to setup. I'm surprised Hollywood got that. And he's drinking a Schaefer. Narragansett. <sighs> that's fake. Is that supposed to be hard? I like the response, though. <laughs> yeah, who? Now, oh, oh boy. The dive gear always fucking Whoa, sucks. whoa, whoa. Why does Quint sit around like a talk show host all the time? He did the same thing downtown. They're fighting. Quint is full of crap. That's why. Like all people that are full of crap, he talks too much. So he's always fighting, like now, over Brody's innocence because Brody doesn't know anything. And Quint's so worried that Brody might learn something from Hooper first. Quint's wearing hard bottom shoes hmm. on the sport fish. Round the hole, back in the hole. When he finally gets it, it ain't pretty. You know what that bell is there for? Reverse. No, it's like old school foghorn. It's like when it got foggy out. Ding, ding. You ring the bell as you're going through. Now, this is the part that it keeps pissing you off, right? Well, I mean, come on, dude. He's getting nibbles. He should know immediately. Oh, that's right. He's never caught a fish like that before. Maybe he's just psyching himself up. All right. If the movie started when they left the dock, instead of the whole, you know, previous third or half of the movie, if it started like halfway through and you were the guy that was catching the fish, how long would the movie be? <laughs> For me, I say like 40 minutes. Yeah, 40 minutes. What's he doing? How come he don't say nothing to nobody? He's fake tough guy. This is all fake. This is just He's, a show. Dude, did you see the size of the shark jaws that are on those walls? Some of them are like three inches across. Right. <clears throat> dude, I swear to God, somebody sold this whole setup to my old man back in the 70s. He's not even slept full. What is that all about? He got it. Dude, that's a significant run. He's taking some drag right there. You see? That's a legitimate strike. You think that thing was heating up that fast? Yeah. Dude, look at the line peeling off that son bitch. As others have noted, I've brought up and other times, if he's getting 10 grand, he doesn't even put a real mate on there. He's teaching Brody on the fly. Brody has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> and Hooper is probably 20 times the navigator that Quint is. I'd have put Brody in the chair. 
I'd have been driving, and then I'd make Hooper do all the other stuff. Hooper becomes the mate. Well, I the damn guy sure in the cockpit. Right, I damn sure wouldn't be the guy on the rod. <laughs> so we've been trying to tell people, folks, you see this garbage merchandise that they try to sell you on Facebook. Oh, buy this Quint t-shirt. It's ironic. It's funny. Look at him. He's a loser. <laughs> and the first one to know it or know that this whole gig is a joke is Hooper. Hooper's like... Cut the line, doofus. Like, let's not waste our time here. It's a marlin or something. He's got horrible form in the chair anyway. <laughs> but it's a ray. Like, I think it's a ray. That run it took. Why do you think it's a ray? Just the constant pressure. It hasn't done anything. It's just continuous pressure. Just, like, you can't pull it. You know, it's like pulling a dinner table through the water. It's, you know, probably like a, a eight foot, nine foot ray. I'll, I'll learn you something just real quick. Huh. Up there, they don't hook rays like they do on the pier here. They don't hook gray whites either. No, they, no they, they're more likely to hook a gray white than a ray. But you know what they do hook? Huh. Basking sharks, which is like a northern ray. Like you hook one of them son of a bitches. So maybe they hook the basking shark. Like, the like shark. there's nothing. They have had no jumps. And you see the great whites all the time jumping on Shark Week. Not when they're on the hook. How many? I don't think you can get them on hook no more. It's illegal. I think you get in trouble if you catch one. What's that? What the what? hell are they doing? <laughs> Straight Googans, ten thousand dollar charter. This is the. This is what you got. Oh, oh, it's not failed. You see a little curly cue right on it. Does not fail for real. Yep. Come it's, on, Quint. <laughs> Quint's a fraud. This guy's at the pier. His whole thing is, it's all about his look. This guy's up at the pier that you're like, oh, God, that guy looks like he must have caught marlin, swordfish, everything. That's pretty good. So is this where all these stories come from? Like crazy captain out from sea or were they around before Jaws? Another way away before Jaws, like Ahab. A guy losing that at sea is pretty old. Yeah. Jonah, the whale, the Bible, all the way back. <laughs> right. Yeah, the orca is a... It, that, that's Look at worse, how it's trimmed. That's worse than my boat. <laughs> uh, what is all that about? That's a crow's nest. What's the thing on the left? That's a winch. You got to winch him in the boat once you kill him. And you do that with tunas, too. Well, he don't ever catch anything, so he shouldn't even have it. That's pretty high up. For you? Yeah. Did you ever get up on top of the Zendog? No. That was high up. My feet were at 28 feet on the Zendog. That's pretty good. This, all oh, this is small potatoes. Why also notice the water conditions? You know what I mean, like right now, whenever he's picked the bucket up, well, it's not quite the same as it was when he first had the bucket. It was glass. Now it's moving a little bit. 
Just go back out there and catch another basking shark. That ain't no basking ah. shark. See, now the kid totally cracked up. <laughs> Seven years old, she cracked up when she saw the shark. What happened to Brody? The best line ever. But is it true? No. No. You could catch him on my skiff. Right. So it's a lie. Well, People believe it. People watch this, and it's constantly repeated. People say, oh, we're going to need another, a bigger boat. But the truth is you, you don't. You could do it in a 20-footer. Here it comes. What's the shark doing? He's in the slick. Is the shark in the slick right now? And he's on dead-on course. Right <laughs> white, just on dead-on course. Looks just like that bull shark we saw that day in the intercoastal. That did they look pretty fake. <laughs> Hooper's going to do his stuff. Hooper's got a plan. Bro, um, Quint, what's he got? He's got his little dart kit too, his harpoon. Yeah, that's like his harpoon gun. Slip. In typical fashion, Brody has better gear than Hooper, like clothing and stuff. But this is the first time he's ever been out on the boat. See the alcohol right there? The whole movie, dude. He requested two cases of apricot brandy. Now look at the water conditions. Just way it is out there. Now look at it. That's what was driving Spielberg crazy. The reverse shot is six hours later. Right. Oh my God. Look at the shark joe on the front of the boat. Oh, 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 oh. Mark the Shark doesn't even do that. <laughs> this is this is exactly how I was going to take that bull shark out in the intercoastal. I was going to get the harpoon gun. I don't think you can do that, can you? Well, we could. They didn't even have a bounty on the bull shark in the intercoastal. There's a bounty on this shark. What's that, EPIRB? G GPS thing, some kind of tracking device. Because he's scared. Now, is all that gear, he keeps all that stuff in the master stateroom? <laughs> master stateroom, yeah. So he I turned his master stateroom like into a gear room. This is pretty good. When Hooper, Hooper, if I can, is telling Quint, not, don't worry about me. You worry about yourself over here. Brody's scared. And he shoots him in the dorsal. And Quint thought, since he's 
you know, done this so often, he thought one barrel would do it. Except he'd previously put three barrels, like in another shark, that was obviously way smaller. Uh. Dude, I think he was just happy to get a barrel on him. Well, he should have told Hooper Tie 2 on. I think you're a little hard on Quint. <laughs> Dude, Quint is straight. I'm convinced he's straight Coogan. It's a great white. It's a shark. <laughs> the guys are catching 20-footers on the beach. Nerds. Fat nerds are out there with the same reel that Quint has catching 18-foot tiger sharks on the beach. That's true. I can't argue with you. That's a good shot. That's a great shot. I do like the way Quint stays cocky, though, the whole time. Even till the very end. Right. Yeah. I think Mark the Shark watched this movie one too many times. Dude, Robert Shaw, pretty convinced, like, he was just drunk the whole time, and they kind of let him freestyle. He, like, you know, would scream at Spielberg, treated him like a mook. Robert Shaw, Robert Shaw is pretty tough. That's a good shot. These are all great shots. So he's... <laughs> oh, they're done for the night. They're not going to fish the night session. Well, dude, that's... Everything was priority around drinking time. Oh. Like, you're not... You know, you fish for a while, and then it's time to drink. Right now, it's time to drink. Look. This is when he gets a couple of cups of apricot brandy in him. Now he's everybody's buddy. I feel that on top of get to get out of here. Oh, that's right. You're the guy washing your face in the morgue. Hold on one second. That is that is so weak. The th what is it? An eel. I think Maury Eel bit through his wetsuit. Or a ray or something. Now you see that? That's pretty weak, too, though. Arm wrestling wound. Did a lot of arm wrestling in my day. I'd never seen anybody with an arm wrestling wound. How many times? We've been fishing, getting drunk out there and everything. How many times have I shown people where I got shot? <laughs> well, he showed the reggae girl. Other than that, never. What is he doing? They're hammered, dude. They've had two glasses of apricot brandy, and they're hammered. They're Why well, doesn't Brody show him like a gunshot wound or something? He's, He's a got cop. nothing. He shows his appendix scar. <laughs> you know that Hooper's... Dude, Hooper showed up with a bottle of white. That's a shame. Was he thinking about showing him the scar? You're wearing a sweater. <laughs> look, at, look at Quint. I think they really drank for this scene, like a lot. <laughs> 
So is the shark drinking now too? <laughs> the shark's just like four or five hundred yards away, like like a dog would be looking for the frisbee. Like no one wants to, like nobody's charming no more. <laughs> Oh my but God. you'd have got in a night session, right? Well, I'd have had some rods out or something. But I don't know. I might have been right in there with the apricot brandy with those guys. I mean, that's that's a good, fun part of fishing. Hanging out with the guys, drinking a few brewskis, telling stories. I'll pick up a bottle. Of what, apricot brandy? Yeah. Can you get that? Canadian probably get it. He gave me <laughs> like maple syrup brandy. Ryan did? Yeah. And here comes the biggest lie of the movie, where in a pathetic attempt to impress both these guys, Quint makes up a bogus military record for himself and claims that he was on the U.S. naval ship that delivered the atom bomb, which he wasn't. And he also remembered that um, Hooper just said, oh, what's that tattoo say, mother? So Hooper thought that the tattoo said mother instead of USS Indianapolis. Like, they're not even close. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, I got that one removed. It said the USS Indianapolis. Why'd you get it removed? Why did Hooper think it said mother? Because the dude was never on the USS Indianapolis. He makes all this stuff up. If you go on Google or whatever, they have all the guys that were really on that ship. And if you type in both the character name and the actor name, neither one were on the USS Indianapolis. Now, did Spielberg know that and made it part of the script? Spielberg didn't really do this part. This was John Milius who made Conan and was like a Vietnam veteran, tough guy, director. He wrote this particular scene. That would make sense. How the hell do you know that stuff? Dude, everybody knows that. <laughs> okay. And unlike Spielberg, Milius doesn't give a shit what you think about that scene, neither, whether the guy's fake or not. But I'm just tired. It's stolen valor. You know these pathetic losers going to like an Applebee's in full... Um, Marines or Navy uniform <laughs> and drink free all night until a real sailor like looks and the order of their medals or something's not right on the uniform and is like this guy he's a fraud he didn't serve like beat his ass stolen valor like it's not cool it's the same thing he's doing just to impress Brody and Brody's falling for it right and Hooper's falling for it Hooper's bombed uh, Hooper's bombed and Hooper's <laughs> Hooper, in his defense... Hooper's did, just trying to put everything together right now. Look at him. He did think that the tattoo said mother. That's the same shirt he had on earlier. A PFG. Yeah. It's not sad that guys feel like they have to wear like fishing apparel now to go out there because I kind of get that whatever you don't want to ruin your everyday clothes I happen to fish in just my regular dress clothes like Quint <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to ruin your everyday clothes 
Well, not, not a lot of guys. Like, I go out there. And Those PFGs are, like, more expensive than most guys' everyday clothes. So, like, they're putting no. on more expensive stuff. No. The PFG is, like, $35. Dude, have you seen what they wear when they're not wearing the PFG? Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but say a good PFG is, like, 40 bucks or whatever, and a regular, like, Oxford shirt's like, 100 I wear a lot of Oxford shirts when I fish. <laughs> Oxford Brooks Brothers. Yeah. And, but worse than that is the guys that wear their fishing apparel on land. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I, I get it. You're wearing the PFG with a little um, fly fishing tab that's across the, the breast there. And the, you know, the back is all vented and everything. All right, you're on the boat. Like, that makes sense. Like, dude, you're wearing that thing to Chili's? <laughs> right. Dude, they wear that thing to golf clubs. Like you go to a country club, you know, these golf clubs. And the guys are around in those Columbia shirts. And PFGs, right. 30 SPF. <laughs> like the $49 one that's got like serious built-in sun protection. One barrel's back with like a weird glow. This is pretty good. I love it when they sing. Right? Oh, what happened there? It's ramming it. It's ramming the plywood boat. And your hero, Hooper, doesn't even get it. Tanked. <laughs> right? That's what happens when you have a bottle. Oh, he's the first one up, though. Dude, how did all the water get in the boat? Why is he on his back? Like, dude, everybody calm down. Okay. That boat looks like it was made out of two by fours. Like it... It's fire. Now you got to hand it to Quinn here. He does keep his cool and keeps everything. Keeps his cool. Brody just like didn't know what to do. Fire or what? <laughs> oh, fire extinguisher? Okay, thanks for telling me. They don't teach you that in the department. Well, now it's really going to be dark. They're losing electric. Well, yeah, did you see all the water in the boat? Oh, boy. Brody's scared. And the barrel's right there. Just start shooting the barrel. Yeah, that's dumb. It's like Donkey Kong. You know, they like a 100-foot rope. What's he shooting at? How many times are you going to fall off the side of the thing, He's dude? He's got the wrong shoes, dude. He's got the, like, the Crocs of those times. He's just, like, slipping all over the boat. What's he getting, a snack? The pistol. Oh, boy. Did you see the shooting star back there? Yeah. That's one here, too, right? Yeah. Shooting star. They got a full moon every night in this movie. And then fog in the mornings. Well, that's normal up there. They can't get rid of it? There's nothing they can do? Not really. So because the boat filled up with water, they're fixing stuff now. Yeah. But aren't they, like, building a relationship here? This is, like... Barrels up. Come on, get another barrel in the thing already. 
Ain't nobody's ready with a pitch rod, nothing. <laughs> How much could a mate have been back then? A good one? 50 bucks? <laughs> I don't think a good mate's going to get on that boat. Will you look at that thing? Yeah, hey, Mitchell, come on. We're going to take the orca out today. Come on, call me back. Hurry up already. Nothing. <laughs> oh, come on. The guys on the crab boat would have had that thing first shot. This has got those soft hands. He does got soft hands. Look. What's he doing? Come on, pull it in. Exactly. Oh! Ow. Soft-ass hands. I mean, it burned a little bit, but he started bleeding. And that was an old, like, circus-type rope. That wasn't the West Marine stuff. West Marine? Yeah. Dude, they're, they're in Amityville. They had to freaking travel like an hour to the Marine store. Jesus. Yeah, it used to be like that. Why? That part I never got, except that the guy's losing it. He's losing it. It's very referential to Moby Dick. Like, that's it. We're cutting off any uh, chance of turning around and going back. Or Hit him, Brody. You got no balls. Where he wears the same shirt every day. Is Hooper slowly starting to take charge now? Are the wheels. Hooper's buying into the whole barrel thing. Dude, it's all you got. What else you can do? Seems, I don't know. I don't think I'd like splicing those barrels to the line. That seems like a high-pressure thing. He was getting yelled at by Quinn. I just like, like I'm out of the barrel game now, guys. Dude, you wouldn't even walk down the side of the friggin' bridge. You wouldn't even get to the barrels. <laughs> Everybody's going to get mad. Figure out another barrel system. It's I'm like, going to get out of again. the fighting chair, really? <laughs> Brody's scared. It's good music right here. Old Western, like horse music. Dun, this is dun, good dun, 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 dun. This is good stuff. Yeah. Got a pretty good seas going now. He's captaining the piss out of that thing. That's good eight knots, isn't it? At least. <laughs> good eye, Brody. Dude, you mean, what's that little thing called that he's on? The pulpit? You mean that's just plywood nailed down like at the edge of the thing? Like I'm not getting out on the end of that thing. No, you, even on the orca, I mean, the pulpit's pretty substantial. Now look at how flat it is. <laughs> Dude, you just do the same thing when we watch fishing shows on the weekends. <laughs> There's one, I think it's called Monster Fish. Where the guy's in Cuba and he goes through three reels on one tarpon. Pretty good. Two spinners and one conventional in the cutaways <laughs> to see him reeling. 
Uh, why did he why did he do that? Dude, I I mean, I'm no shark genius or nothing, but I just shot him in the gill. They keep shooting him in the back. They they're shooting him in the fin. That that was a good shot. That was a decent shot, but he was a cop. He should have had a decent shot, right? All right, how many barrels now? Three? I think so, right? There's no way you can go under now. <laughs> oh. This is pretty, this pretty is, good filmmaking. Yeah, this is pretty good. And what's Quint doing up there now? He's doing that. Getting yeah. a lot of... What's um, he doing up there? Burning oil or something. He's singing. All right, didn't he start singing? Yeah, he's losing it. He's totally losing it. Like at 8,000 RPMs. He's got the steam engine on now. Do you know what that means when white smoke comes out of your exhaust when you're running a diesel? That's right. Do oh, you want to know? How do you know it's a diesel? I know things. Brody sporting the first pair of Jordash. Oh, don't do that. Hey! Nice move. Nice move. He's circling the boat. Well, wow, and his um, cleats are screwed in with like, you know, half inch 20 thread screws. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you think the city was going to give him the 10 grand and let him keep the shark? Yeah. Look at those, those little rusty cleats on the orca. I mean, it falls off. Look at them old cleats he's got. He's got the thing foul hooked. Dude, even on the sorriest, even on the sorriest fishing boats. Oh, all in his mug. Yeah. They got those old brass cleats that turn green looking. Yeah. I can accept that, but rusty steel cleats. Part-time captain. Part-time guide. Dude, everybody that's a guide that's not in Florida is pretty much part-time. We're the only ones that can fish 12 months out of the year. But, I mean, even during their season, he's only doing half weeks. He's a moonshiner. A moonshiner, a liar, probably the four, fourth or fifth worst fisherman in the history of Hollywood. 
So first he cleats everything off, and then he goes to cut it with the machete. As it's pulling all his cleats off. His sorry-ass cleats. Because he used, like, quarter-inch screws to put the sorry things into the plywood. And he just took down five barrels or something crazy yeah. like that. Now, up! Three barrels they got on him. Yeah. The harpooners do that. With the tuna fish. They put them on barrel? They stick the son of a bitch, and then they... Throw the barrel off. But the barrel stays up. Well, they're not like giant barrels like this. They're those orange things. And then he's got tape on his ladder rail. (laughs) Like tape like we used in football. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you see that? Like first aid tape. Right. It used to be white. That was a lucky day if you were a a boater while they were filming this thing. Because if you look to the horizon, there are no boats. And that's because Spielberg had boats, like, I guess, cigarettes or something, flying out there paying people a thousand bucks to go the other direction. No, he didn't. It probably didn't happen a lot. But if a boat came into the frame, a speedboat went out there. Maybe on Sundays or something. Yeah. He was like me. He didn't want <laughs> he wanted nice weather. He didn't want weekends. Yeah. Dupe, start pumping. That was oh. a that was a rookie move. That pump? Like it's not pumping, going for the ladder? Or are you gonna the ladder's gonna go down too? This is when Quentin realizes that he's not coming home. Belligerent, not making smart decisions. <laughs> Look at him with his furrowed brow, jutted jaw determination, failing. Like at some point, admit you're wrong and go back, dude. Hooper's even a little shocked. Like, pfft. well, yeah. He's got Brody and this guy, and he's on the Orca. Do you know why the smoke's going in the hatch? Uh-uh. It's a real guy thing. See, the diesel pulls the air in. The diesel takes a lot of air. Fist fighting on the bridge? Not smart. Hooper's a punk. Hooper <laughs> should have knocked him out then. They should have killed him in the boathouse. They, there's multiple times that they could have killed Quint. And they didn't. And now look where they're at. What's he doing? The shark is just chasing him down. Now, Quint knows he's not coming home. Dude. Just stop the boat already. Right. Oh, what just happened there? He blew a cylinder. If you saw last week or whatever on social media, if some West Coast captain got arrested for, like, smoking meth in front of the customers, (laughs) 
then like pulled a gun on him, maybe told him he was going to kill him and everything. And of course, everybody made a big deal about it and they posted it everywhere. I saw the post. Of course. And it's being shared and posted by who? All the guys that have multiple DUIs, the guys that probably smoke meth on the <laughs> sandbar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dude, you're one slip up away from being that guy. Don't be the one spreading that on social media. <laughs> That's why it's getting so many shares and stuff. Like, can you believe the nerve of this guy? Dude, you're on your fifth DUI. Calm down. Look, see, you can see in Quinn's face. Sure, he's there's he's no turning back. He's defeated. But he does take his whooping. If you got that much water in the boot, it's going down, bro. Like, if you can step in it. With that pump thing that I use to, like, clear my AC line with. All right, so. You're not bilging out. Homeboy won't put on the jacket because of his Indianapolis story. Which makes no sense. So you're sticking with it. That he was not on the Indianapolis. There's probably no proof that anybody at the Indianapolis refused having uh, life jackets after being pulled out of the water. Dude, he was watching the people floating around getting eaten. Dude, he saw a PBS documentary, read about it in the Times or whatever, but why'd he button up everything? Sort of like militaristic fashion? Is this like a... He wants to look good when he goes down. Taps. Right. You can get this through his skin? Dude, that's what the rednecks inject their turkeys with. <laughs> Smoke flavoring and all that. Bass Pro. I thought you meant they injected with to make them bigger. Flavoring. <laughs> uh, they're doing the whole cage thing still. Like the whole belief system behind the cage is... Oh, that thing could tear the cage up. Dude, the shark's not King Kong. He doesn't have um, the cognitive ability to be like, oh, let me shred the cage. Dude, you're going to try to eat the cage. So originally, I was thinking, this is a pretty decent bait well. And then the whole, you know, getting in there as a shark dude and all that, that just made no sense to me. Hooper's little, but even still, they used a dwarf underwater to make the shark look bigger. For real? Yep. Just like in Casablanca when they used uh, dwarfs next to the airplanes. <laughs> yeah, maybe I can get a little Casablanca in after this one. Would you go in a shark cage with great whites? No. That doesn't interest me at all. Me neither. I've seen enough sharks. I've seen them eat a bunch of stuff. I don't need to see them eat anything. This is really gross. That is gross. That's about as gross as you get. Dude, pretty much nothing s smells worse than the back of your earlobe. And that had those. <laughs> oh, that's so nasty. <laughs> that, those were the old Ray-Bans that had the spring on the back that actually dug into the back of your earlobe. Dude, do you know how badass that mask was but in the 70s? That thing was like 80 bucks, that 129 was like bucks. Like, people looked at, like, Jack, Jack was still would roll with that thing. So, does the boat don't have any more water in it? <coughs> They've stabilized. 
It's not taking on any more water. Except it has like four giant holes in it. Dude, they're fishing. It's like 18 feet. <laughs> Sporting the piss out of that fancy mask. Here it comes. He's scared. Dude, that thing's throwing up a water taxi wake. Oh, it does have three barrels. Water taxi wake. Like diving really Now that That looks so fake (laughs) (laughs) Diving really needs To step up its game The tanks they sell you today Look exactly like that Like they got nothing Like you can change The shape or something But I'll go with your I'll go with your original theory That diving is for fat people Like for sure Oh, dude, you got to keep your and head on. And that was the dwarf, I think. You got to keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> and there goes. And then the- he lost his only shot. Oh, my God. I can't believe you stick up for him. So what he wants to go, he wants to go get that stick so he can kill the shark. Yeah. There's a dwarf in there now. <laughs> That's pretty good. They even have the same sticker on the, on the tank. Yeah, no, the dive people really need to step up. And they haven't updated their flag in a hundred years. It's the same dive flag. They think they would do something. It's got that, him. That it's... shark is hungry. <laughs> he stabs him. That's the dwarf. Anytime they're both in the frame, that's the dwarf. No, the real shark really got tangled up in the rigging on that shot. Why didn't he just hide in the I thought you said there wasn't a reef there. Those are rocks. It's the difference between rocks and reef. Uh, It's nitpicking. No, reefs are like a living thing. A rock is a rock. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like underwater stuff to look at. Structure? Yes. Up, she's giving way. Quint, where'd you get that coupling ring for the uh, winch? Uh, Home Depot. Mm. (laughs) They fixed it. Yeah, that's going to work. Hey, you got to do what you got to do out there. They got the cage up. And guess who ain't in it? Quince, buddy. Hoopa! They lost him. Quince, like, don't care about that little nerd. <laughs> right? That where's thing's the, coming. Where's the shock? Oh, here we go. Mm. 
And they just get in perfect position to actually slide right down the. Well, where else are you going to go? You got to go to the doorway. And poor Spielberg couldn't even get an eighth of a second of real reality out of the shark. Like he's cutting it so quick. But dude. He does a good job acting here. Look at that. Oh, he's gone. I love the blood in the mouth thing. <laughs> God, it just takes him away. And it's still hungry, too, because it's going to come back for Brody. He's not hungry no more. He's pissed. And it knows how many people are on the boat. Smart shark. He said that at the beginning of the movie. You're going under. Because that's like the, the doll's eye. This is paying back because he was already told earlier how explosive they were. You got to be careful with those things. You know, one wrong move, they'll explode. So why didn't the shark spit the thing out then? It just eats everything. License plates, people, rafts. Yeah, you see that, that, that pulpit there? Yeah. That's a solid piece of teak. That's like the, the nicest piece of wood on the whole orca. <laughs> Here he comes. He's looking for the chief. High and dry. Looking for a ball player. <laughs> He's going up to the crow's nest. The only guys that have those anymore are the West Coast Tarpon guys. You can get one. You can get one on the elephant. It's extra. He's sticking the piss out of him. On Shark Week, they says if you hit a, a shark in the nose, then they'll take off. They obviously lied. Well, they also say they don't like eating people, too. And they do. <laughs> All right, Jaws is getting up ahead of steam. Still got, he got everything in his mouth. The license plate's back. You see, he's even got Quint still there. Yeah. Oh. Flash on his teeth. Ben Gardner's eyes in there somewhere. Come on. You can do it. Just keep shooting that thing. There it goes. You got him. That's pretty good. How'd they do that? Blew up four cows at once. Oh, did they really? Come on, movie man. There comes the cow. They blew up a real killer whale. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. Got him. Shot that tank. They've done it on a show that Mythbusters or whatever. 
They, they shot tried the tank? to recreate recreate it. Was it a good explosion? What did it explode like? Nothing. Just like <laughs> gassed out. Where the hell was he the whole time? He could have saved Quentin. He didn't. He's down there looking at the reef. Oh, look at this. A nice little starfish. Oh, you guys are still up here? And then Brody's like, oh, I think the currents. Dude, don't try to kick knowledge. He asks about Quentin now. See, he liked him. I'm telling you. Well, he didn't want him to die like that. He was hoping he'd pull through it. But, like, if Quint had made it out, they probably weren't hanging. Yeah, no. No Quint. And Hooper got out of this as soon as possible. Because we'll definitely refer to that on the next installment when we do part two. We're going to do this again for the next Jaws? Yeah. Jaws 2. Yeah. Part 2. Jeff reacts to Jaws 2. <laughs> so acquire that. Do whatever method you got to do to acquire your copy of Jaws 2. It's going to be coming soon. No date yet, but we'll watch on social media. And we'll let you know. Also hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, everything else, and let us know any Watertime movies that you'd like us to review or watch or do commentary for. There it is. That's it. Jaws. Good watch, dude. The beach scene. The, the end. The end. They get a nice beach shot. There they are. You can see them tiny coming in. So they made it. Well, let me be the first one to congratulate you on doing this. Because it's not for everybody to hang out and watch Jaws with no sound and talk the whole time. Congratulations, Lamont. You did it. <laughs> Good job. Thanks, man. You know, you got to, I mean, you know, in this day and age, you got to take a fee for a fee. Yeah. Live shark footage by Ron and Valerie Taylor. They're actually, they were actually from down here in Miami. Did all like underwater stuff. Panavision. Oh, my God. Do you, do you remember when we bought 100 bucks a stock and that a piece? We lost all our money. It's back. <laughs> They're back pretty good. Yeah, but the stock came back. PVI. <laughs> no, the stock's never coming back. But they're back a little bit. Jeffrey Voorhees was Alex Kintner. I always thought that was weird. Yeah, that's because you played for Voorhees. I was thinking Jason Voorhees, like uh, Friday the 13th. So ah. you see them. They finally make it as it fades out. They made it to the shoreline. They won. They did it. All right. Good job, dude. The, um, you think anybody stayed all the way with us? It's two hours and I think four minutes. This feature film, it's one of the greatest of all time. Well, if they were ever going to stay with you through a whole movie, it would probably be this one, especially our audience. Anyway, what are we going to do next? Jaws 2? Yeah, we're going to head it up next. Next one will be Jaws 2. And uh, I want to do the deep. Can we do the deep? We can do the deep. And that's it? No, then we'll do Jaws 3. I never watched Jaws 3. It'll be even better. On that 3D? Yeah, they're in Orlando. You've seen that one. Louis Gossett. And then part four, when they're in the Bahamas, and the shark chases the mom all the way to the Bahamas. He's here. What? <laughs> Sharks don't hold grudges. This one does. Well, if anybody did stick with us through the whole thing, congratulations to you, too. And you're going to be able to 
get this on the podcast, also probably on YouTube and wherever else Lamont decides to put it up. So until the next episode, the next time you guys get extra, got an extra couple hours, you want to hang out with Lamont and I and watch movies. And uh, we'll see you then. Run that dog. <laughs>